talking about relaxation, we are built for relaxation. In Barbados, people say we are so laid back, we're almost horizontal. So, no stress. Doesn't that sound like the perfect place to escape to? Find out more in episode number 15 of The Travel Podcast. You're listening to The Travel Podcast. Travel Podcast, today's most exciting travel destinations. Brought to you by people with a real passion for travel. Great holiday ideas, real reviews, practical advice, and all the best deals in one simple podcast. The Travel Podcast. Now here is your host, Steve Witt. Hey, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of The Travel Podcast. My name's Steve, and this, if you didn't know already, is the podcast where we aim to inspire you with tips and ideas to help you travel the world and find that perfect holiday destination. Today, my co-hosts are Lauren and Matthew, and we'll be heading on over to Barbados, and clearly when you uh, meet the team today, you'll tell how excited they are. But first, thinking about other destinations to go, if you haven't already checked out some of our previous podcasts, do so now. You can find them on our website or on your favourite podcast platform. We've got some fantastic destinations we've already experienced, including South America, the Maldives, Puerto Rico, Thailand, Western Canada, to name but a few. And if you love the sound of Barbados today, why not also check out Antigua and Barbuda, another fantastic episode you'll find on our list of previous episodes. So check those out now. And Coming up soon, we've also got Cancun in Mexico, UK breaks, and many, many more. So keep checking out those episodes. But before we head on over to Matthew and our special guest today, um, reminder about our fantastic sponsor, NotJustTravel.com, where holidays are made even better thanks to their award-winning travel consultants. Check them out now and especially check out their new Book and Relax Guarantee to give you that peace of mind when booking your next travel plan. So check them out at NotJustTravel.com. Okay, right, so heading on over to Barbados, a fantastic Caribbean destination, and here's Matthew introducing our special guest. And we're very fortunate on this episode, we've got a special guest from Barbados Tourism and Marketing Inc. We are joined by Cedric Lynch. So hi, Cedric, how are you? I am fine, how are you doing? It's nice and warm outside today, so it's a little bit like Barbados, but no beach. Fortunately, we're by the beach, so I'll be going down there later. And we're also joined by Lauren from the Travel Podcast. Hi, Lauren. Hello. So I've, I've, I love Barbados. Um, I, I love the beaches, I love the island, I love the vibe of it. Um, so for those who haven't ever been or may not know where Barbados is, Cedric, can you just give us a quick introduction of how people would get there, um, the location, climate, and the, the type of um, geography around the island? Well, first of all, we are, our location is 13.1 degrees north or 59.5 west for those who are uh, very geographical. So that makes us, puts us on the furthest easterly of all the Caribbean islands. Now out there, that makes us God's country because we are closest, we're the closest island to the, to the African continent. So when there's some bad weather or hurricanes are starting and it starts to it starts off the African coast, passes, gets to Barbados first. So we get little or no strength in terms of a depression or hurricane. So you can feel safe coming to Barbados any time of the year. Um, we are always open. Um, to get there, there's lots of ways of getting there. Well, previous to um, COVID, we had um, uh, daily flights out of Gatwick with both Virgin and, and BA. And then we also had three flights out of, of, of Manchester with Virgin. And then we had um, two we which were doing some flights for the, the, the 
uh, cruise season. And now that I mentioned cruise, you can also do a cruise and stay, so you can come to Barbados, cruise, hop off, depending on what kind of plan you've got. The climate, well, it's, it's tropical all year round. Permanent summer, it's 26 to 30 all year round. Um, we are a very flat island, so we don't have any mountains. The highest point of Barbados is only 1,500 feet. So we get a nice cooling breeze across the island all year round coming from the Atlantic. We are in the Atlantic itself, so um, located on two sides of the island, on the eastern side, you will have the Atlantic Ocean, which pounds upon the shoreline. And on the western side, you have the Caribbean Sea that kisses the shoreline. So that's where you will have most of the best, the best beaches running from the northwest all the way down to the southwest. Accommodation, oh, that varies to taste. I once had a, a, a farm trip and one of the Asians said that Barbados is paradise that's affordable. That stuck with me. So accommodation-wise, you have your five-star hotels, your four-stars, three, two, one, Airbnb. And for you, Matt, a man who might um, have a bit of disposable income and you have a yacht, you can enter to Barbados by um, the north of the island at Port St. Charles or Port Ferdinand. And once your yacht is not too big, Matt, you can use the smaller um, boat and you just come up to the berth outside your your condominium and you jump off and go into your, your, your house for you for the time you're going to be there. Well that's good luckily I've got a little little boat to get from the big boat to the shore so so that's perfectly fine I'll be that'll be me Cedric. Yeah, well, lovely. <laughs> we welcome you both. Brilliant that was a really good insight into sort of the beginning of it um, so we're now going to delve a little bit deeper into things that we would recommend for Barbados so I haven't actually been to Barbados itself. I've done a few islands in the Caribbean, so I'm super excited to learn a bit more about the things you can do there. Um, so I know there's a lot of history behind Barbados, Cedric. Are you able to go into that a little bit for us? Of course. And Lauren, I see that you're leaving the best for last, which is fine. We won't hold it against you once you're right. Okay. All right, history, historically, uh, Barbados is actually known as Little Britain. Um, this is because we were settled by the British and of all the Caribbean islands, nobody ever fought the British for Barbados, mainly because of our location far further east, the easterly. Um, the British came in 1625, but they came back and settled the country in 1627 in the name of the king, as it was said at the time. Um, firstly, they started to try to grow tobacco, and it wasn't the most profitable. And then they brought sugar cane, um, and they planted um, sugar in Barbados and started to produce sugar. Um, in the early days, the first um, indentured servants who worked on the plantation houses built by the British were the Scots, the Welsh, and the Irish who committed petty crime in England. So they were sent to work on the sugar plantations. But once the British created kind of a, um, a dependency on sugar globally, then Barbados became one of the richest countries in the world. Lots of money was coming out of Barbados because sugar was going all over the place. So then they had to go, because of the mass production, they went to... to Ghana and we brought they brought slaves over from Ghana and then they do the but they did the bulk of the work the bulk of the work um, we are very very British of course um, we've got certain things that that epitomizes that and one of them is we, we've got the third oldest Parliament in the Commonwealth so that tells you how, how how long we've been British and we all know how old the Commonwealth is we've also we're also the birthplace of rum we have the oldest rum distillery known to everyone it's, it's called a Mount Gay Rum Distillery. Uh, we've got another three that you can tour as well. And um, we've also um, got the uh, all the Lord Nelson statue than the one here in, in, in London in Trafalgar Square. So it tells you how British we really are. I, I When I went to Barbados, I went to um, 
the Mount Gay Rum Distillery. It was a very good time and a few other distilleries. So highly recommend if you do go to the island, do go and check that out. Sorry, Lauren. I know you had another no. question there. No, I was going to say, I can vouch for that rum. I've never been the biggest fan of rum, but Mount Gay Rum is just so nice. I can definitely vouch for that one. Very small, and if you get a nice 10-year-old one, it's the best ever. Amazing, definitely. Um, so, Cedric, I quite enjoy sort of like adrenaline activities and things like that. What would you recommend um, for visitors to Barbados for a really unforgettable experience there? Have you got some like super cool attractions and things that people can do? Yeah, well, we like to think of Barbados as some place that caters for everyone. So I'm going to go for you first, Lauren, if you are one of these adrenaline junkies. Um, yes, first, you might want to, you like Matt, you might, you might be from down south and want to do something like some kite surfing or normal surfing um, or, or even big board surfing. Um, we've got that. You can also do your, your starter program here. We can teach you, um, take you from primary school all the way up to college on it. Um, we've also got some caves in Barbados. The, 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 the most popular one is one called Harrison's Cave in the center of the island. And we do something called a spelunking. Um, tour. So you would enter the cave like the people who did 50 years ago when they developed it. So you get your hard hat on, your light, um, you get all your, your elbow guards and knee guards because you have to crawl and you end up going through water and all this. If you're claustrophobic, it could be a bit of a problem, but that's one for the adrenaline people. We also got one called um, the, uh, the Microlites Tours, where you're up in the air on a glider, so you get a chance to see Barbados. Um, from an aerial view and see the real beauty from up there and um, there's that there's mountain biking you've got some trails etc it just depends on what you want to do really there's really lots to do that's amazing i, can, I definitely the gliding one i can definitely vouch for the surfing uh, when i stayed i stayed down by the atlantic coast where the atlantic coast meets the caribbean coast and the waves were brilliant so it's a great great destination and somewhere that i didn't actually think think of would have um such good surf or kite surfing and also we got, you know, for those who, it's a big thing at the moment, stand up paddleboarding sup. So in the Caribbean, it's nice and still. So if you've never done it before, highly recommend it because you're going to fall off a lot like I did when I was learning um, to do stand up paddleboarding. But at least you're falling into the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean nice warm waters compared to in England where you're falling into the English Channel and it's freezing cold. Oh, yeah. Now that you mentioned the sea too, uh, Matt, um, another one of these things for the adrenaline junkies, we've got something called jet blading. I don't know if, if Lauren has ever seen it, but you're strapped on with a jet pack and we take you out in the Caribbean, the Caribbean Ocean on, on Carlisle Bay, um, probably the best beach in the world. And you strap this thing on and you fly out of the water, your jet propelled into the air. You can run on the water, you can flip in the air, go back in the water, back out. It's very exciting. Maybe you should have a look at it as one of the things you really want to do. Um, it's I've called, seen it. Yeah. I've never done it i've always wanted to do it but i've never actually done it i've seen it in loads of different places i didn't know you could do it in barbados so another reason to go there 100 percent. yeah let's, let's get google jet blade barbados and get all the information maybe um put in an application for when you arrive and you head out there and you do it oh that's so cool definitely gonna look into that talking about sort of like the water sports is the can you do a lot of scuba um and snorkeling scuba diving out there Oh, lots of that. You can you can choose which way you want to do it. You've got the glass bottom boats. You can swim out on the reef and do it yourself. Or you can do it aboard a catamaran cruise. Now, a catamaran cruise for me is the best spent money on water. Um, they'll pick you up from your hotel. 
they take you off to the west coast and then they put you on a catamaran, which is more like a, a smallish party-ish kind of atmosphere. Um, it's about 70 pounds and you, you have unlimited drinks and food for the whole day. They take you out on the west coast and you have three stops. One, you stop on a snorkel on the race. You then um, stop and you swim with the hawksbill turtle. And then the third one, you stop for your, your, your dinner and lunch cruise and people swim to the shore and come back. The guys on the boat are very, very um, excitable, etc. And they'll be bringing you music. Um, as soon as your glass is empty, be careful. They will be refilling it. So please tell them when to stop before you come when you jump off you your land legs might go and you might still think you're on the sea so that's a perfect way of doing it the snorkeling is great and these guys will jump off with you and, and take you to the spots where they, you need to go and see all the various pretty fish etc i definitely take the catamaran option i've been i've had a bad experience with the glass bottom boat once so i'll definitely go for the catamaran option on that one all right there you go there's also still diving deep sea diving if you have an interest in that um, most of the hotels would be associated with a, a dive shop nearby. They come into the hotel one day a week, take you to the deepest end of the pool and um, take you through how to use your, your um, clearing your mask, your dive mask, wearing your, your oxygen tank and how, how to clear it, how, how to do the various things needed, different hand signals. And then they'll take you out 20, 30, 30 40, 50 feet, however um, thing you, you can handle, you think you can handle. You go have a great time out there and come back. You then pass your paddy license and you can go anywhere in the world. That would be so cool. I've only ever done ocean diving in the UK. So doing it in Barbados, I can imagine, would be absolutely incredible. Yeah, you have the option to if, if you're not much of a diver and you're afraid of doing that. You can also see everything they see down to 150 um, feet below the surface on the Atlantis submarine as well. So on the submarine, you have your own little porthole and... Um, the pilot will be telling you where he's going and what you're seeing, the different species of fish. So if you don't fancy getting your feet wet, you can do it in there as well. So we do have a submarine. Add that to your list of things to do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, um, again, one for that would be an experience. Never done a submarine, so definitely a good experience to do it in such clear, crystal clear water as well as you have in, in Barbados. Um, and I did something when I was out there, the Jolly Roger party cruise, which... Um, we did, which you can do if you, if you want to have a big party cruise, you can go out on your catamaran. But what we did was the sunset. I can't highly recommend it enough is if you are going to Barbados um, and you're doing out on a catamaran cruise or you want to go on the Jolly Roger, uh, try and do it on the sunset because you're you go out there and you can sit out on the in the ocean just looking at the water coming up against the, 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 the boat and just enjoy the sun go over the horizon is a, a great way to end the end the day in in my from my experience but um i know i see cedric laughing there about the the jolly roger party cruise lauren that's the that's the easy option that's the lazy one you need to do the one at midday because um it's unlimited drinks i must warn you though be careful with the rum punch it's very nice but it's just a creeper now uh, on the ship you get the same um service of the unlimited drinks and food but they also make you walk the plank. You also get to swing off the boat on a rope when you dive into the water. And there's always some, if you're way too quiet on the cruise, they pick on you. So you can um, be part of a pirate's wedding. You might get married to somebody you don't know. And then you have to walk the plank blindfolded and with your hands tied behind your back. So please let them know if you can swim before they chuck you over, uh, Lauren. To be honest, you have me sold at party cruise, so I'm there. That, booze cruise, booze cruise. 
depending on what you think called booze cruise party cruise sounds better let's go for party day yeah. obviously it's not for everyone so yeah there are there are the catamaran options as well um for those who want a bit more of a mellow mellow time um and you talked about weddings there i know it's a it's a great island um just for anyone who's listening thinking of potentially either honeymoon or, or doing a wedding how long does someone have to be on the island before they could can get married well in barbados we have no restrictions on how long you have to be on the island um best way of doing it is is you can most people will get married at hotels or they might book it through the wedding coordinator the hotel so they will put your all your um marriage license and stuff like that in place before you get there we've also known people who've come in um couples who've come in on a cruise um get there at seven o'clock in the morning fall in love with the place and decide look i want to get married here and they go to the, the um, registry get themselves sorted do all the paperwork you'll probably need to bring along uh, obviously your passport um and if you were married before then you need your decree absolute and all that to show that you're not um, doing something illegal and and yes you can get all your paperwork done have be be married and be gone by evening and even if you get there man and um and you 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 just fall in love with the place and you don't have a husband or wife we can supply that as well you've got loads of places you can you can choose from um to get married some people use the hotels lovely arches you've got plantation houses great black and white pictures and um, with the old furniture etc um you've got cliffs people even use a harrison's cave um, and if you want to be really extreme like some couples have they've got married on the uh, atlantis submarine 150 feet below the surface many options there man many that is a that is a lot a lot of options so a wealth of um wedding wedding planners hopefully be listening and getting or anyone who's listening wanting to get married it's a great destination or even for a honeymoon it'd be a great destination but for those who aren't as adventurous as myself and lauren and just want to go and get some unexpected uh, you know see some parts of barbados uh what kind of unforgettable experiences would you recommend i mean when i went i went on the island safari and really enjoyed that uh, I thought it was a great way to get around and it gets your bearings early on. Yes, yeah, strong recommendation would be the, the Island Safari because these guys are very, the drivers are very knowledgeable. They'll pick you up from your hotel and they take you on certain courses. They come off the major roads and go on to the beaten track. So you get to see a lot of Barbados that the average tourist wouldn't. Um, lots of scenic points. Um, they will stop for you to get your camera out and get some pictures for the album. Normally, when they do that, they offer you a bit of rum punch to help you see the rest of the tour more clearly. Um, lunch is included in that as well. So you travel the island through um, off the, uh, on, onto cart roads, etc. And you go from the south of the island all the way through the center, up north, around the east coast. It's a full tour of Barbados, but most exciting. And then the guys will do some stunts and stuff. So um lovely lo lovely way of seeing the island you can choose to get a, a hire your own um car and do it as you would like you might want to divide the country the island into three different parts and do a northern tour then do a central tour and then do a southern tour over three days it's entirely up to you and while we're at it while you're doing your tours and you see a lovely beach you just go park up and jump in the water. There are no private beaches on Barbados. That's right. So you can get out, explore, and find your own little beach. So it could be potentially just you and your loved ones or relaxing on the beach. Yeah. And in this tour, too, you have um, Barbados is, is, is seen as something for everybody. 
So you might have a more mature um, um, client who might want to see more of the history of the island. They might want to do a walk-in tour, bridge down, get back into your car. Then they might want to go to see some of our botanical gardens and they afford them. Um, lots of tropical flowers, etc. Um, then you've got the rum tours. Um, you've also got the plantation houses. There's several of them built by the British over 350, 400 years ago, still in the original state. Um, there's a garrison built by the by the British. There's lots of, of things you can do. And then for the more active people, I've mentioned um, some other things as well. Uh, so you have stuff on, on land. If you're into physically um, strenuous activity, um, there's something there for you to do too. We've got a ninja throwdowns and that kind of thing. So you, there's lots to do, something for everybody. And talk about, um, you know, after doing lots of activities, food. And so Oyston's fish fry was somewhere that I, I, I highly recommend just going for the experience, but it's also got some some great, great food. Um, for those who are looking to get away, obviously some people will go and they might, they might go into an all-inclusive, but I always like to get out and explore uh, local cuisine and local restaurants. Um, what would be some of your your places that you would definitely recommend going from restaurants? I know street food is a massive, massive thing in Barbados as well. Yeah. Um, I would yes, I would definitely say um, any any weekend you are in Barbados, you have to go to Oysters. That's where you're gonna taste the best fish in the world. Now Oysters is a fishing town on the south of the island and in the households around surrounding the Oysters area. Um, in a family, you might find the husband has his own fishing boat. He goes out and catch, comes back with the, the fresh catch of the day. His wife might own a, a, a little kiosk in the, in the Oysters fish market and she'll prepare the fresh catch of the day. And then the, 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 you come allow, you converge during the weekend, both tourists and local alike. And you order your, species of fish, there's several of them. So you can do kingfish, marlin, barracuda. You tell them how you want it done. You want it fried, you want it grilled, you want it cooked, steamed. You can have that with some rice and peas, some vegetables and a Banks beer, and it comes up to the grand total of 12 pounds. Be, be, be aware though, but if you don't go and you say, can I have a rum and coke? They'll sell you a bottle of rum and a coke. You'll get some glasses, depending on how much, or some plastic cups, depending on how, how many of you they are. And um, you get some ice as well in the jar. So you just sit, you just stand by, there's entertainment on the stage there. And you just, after your meal, just enjoy your drink. On the coastline, you'll have um, the locals, cause it's on the beach. So you'll have some of the locals selling um, locally made um, jewelry. Um, so you can get your little necklace made from coral and different beads, local beads, etc. You can get your anklets, t-shirts, head ties, bandanas, whatever. Um, other craft and then as you go a little further um, in, behind the market you'll find the more mature people from Barbados doing ballroom under the moon under the stars so if you stand by watching them long enough they may take you by the hand and teach you a Barbadian step and try and copy your NJT step off you um, in terms of food food is you've got all kinds of food in Barbados if you choose to do Chinese Indian um, it's entirely up to you but I'd say if you're gonna travel 4,000 miles, eat something local, try some good street foods, try the breadfruit, cuckoo and fire fish, which is our national dish. We have something called pudding and sauce, which is made, which is pork and it's all pickled meat and pickled breadfruit, pickled um, 
meat. Uh, if you're not into pork, you can have it as something else. And it's, it's, it's readily available on a weekends, especially. That's weekend food for a part of the culture of Barbados. And when when you go back uh, back to Barbados, and where would you go out? Or what would, what would be your favourite street food or place to go for street food? And what would be your favourite restaurant? Oh, Lord, Matt, you're putting me up here now. Okay. You can, you can choose a few. I'll choose a few then. Definitely um, oysters for fish. There's another option like oysters on a Thursday in a place called Martin's Bay on the eastern coast. There is my favorite. There's a place called, it's a small open air kind of pop-up restaurant called um, Yellow Meat. Now, Yellow Meat is a breadfruit and a breadfruit is, is, it grows wild all over the island. So you can do anything with it. You can roast it, make chips with it, fry it cook it, mash it, or as you say, cream it here, um, here eat it any, in any form. They do it there and they do it kind of like how you would do a baked potato here. So you take the heart, you roast the breadfruit, you get it in the skin, you cut the heart out and you can have the various fillings. So you can have fish, you can have um, pulled pork, you can have chicken, you can have pork and you just eat it like how you would eat um, your, your normal um, baked potato. I love that, that's one of my favorites. Um, other places, there's one called cutters in Barbados. When you hear somebody says you're having a cutter, a cutter is actually a sandwich filled with either cheese, fish, ham, whatever is put in it. So you slice the, um, this, we call it a salt bread or a bun, as you would say here, and you put the meat in it. So there's some restaurants when you go in and you see cutter, you know that's what you'll be getting. But in terms of good Caribbean restaurants, um, there's one called brown sugar that I like very much. And, and there's another one on the, that's on the, on the South Coast. Um, there's another one called Kariba on the West Coast. So you can get, you have a, a proper filling of great local food. Lots of the other restaurants would do the same, but those would be my, 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 my two on, on two course nights. You're making me hungry. Food sounds incredible, same. So once we've done all our adrenaline activities, we've done our gliding, we've done our jet blading we've done our party cruise and we've just eaten our way around Barbados I think we're going to need a little bit of relaxation and wellness where can we go Cedric is that a big thing in Barbados it is massive most of the hotels now have these world-class spa treatments and then outside of the hotels you have some private people who run some spas um the higher the level of the hotel the bigger the spa would be um, so spas are readily available. There are also lots of hotels who have introduced things like Pilates and yoga. Um, you've also, Matt mentioned the stand-up paddle board. You can now do yoga on that as well. So there's some people offering that out in the ocean. The water is nice and calm on the West Coast. So you take your board out, you have your instructor, and you do your yoga on a, on a, on a paddle board, which is quite unique in Barbados. So um, in terms of pampering and stuff, there's loads of that. And because I do, and, and talking about relaxation, we are built for relaxation. In Barbados, people say we are so laid back, we're almost horizontal. We don't know what the word stress means. Uh, and, and I think that has come on for generations. You may be surprised that uh, at this moment there, but we are one of the countries in the world with the highest number of centenarians per capita. There's about 118, 120 people in Barbados still alive over 100. And that's testament to our, our healthy laid back lifestyle and how we eat, what we eat. 
we are more of a, a fish and chicken um, person, more so than red meats, but it is all readily available. Everything's available in Barbados. You could be vegan, you could be a vegetarian, loads of restaurants and stuff, which will cover that or we'll have uh, menus to soup. Not really sure I've got the balance to be doing yoga on a stand-up paddleboard, I, but I'd give it a go. Okay. We, we test your balance there, Lauren. We test your balance. And I mean, don't, be, don't be it on any drinks from the night before, okay? I won't. Okay, <laughs> so going on to something that I'm really excited to ask about is the festivals. And we can't talk about the festivals in Barbados without mentioning Rihanna. So Rihanna, if you're listening, I love your outfits. Cedric, can you tell us a little bit about the festivals that happen over in Barbados? I'm, I'm going to leave the best for last. So I'll leave Rihanna for a little later on. We have loads of festivals in Barbados, and many of them are historically based. And we also include the culture, the food, the music, and of course, the dancing. So um, coming from the top of the year, the first one you'll have is the um, the Whole Town Festival. Whole Town is the city on the West Coast where the first British settlers landed. So we commemorate that. We've got one called, and it has lots of activities which would have food, dancing, etc. around. We also have one, the, one called the Celtic Festival. Now, the Celtic Festival, we commemorate the, the uh, arrival of, of the people of Wales, um, Scotland, and Ireland, who were sent there um, to for committing petty crime in the, in the 1600s. Now, of course, they would have left their influence in terms of cooking, the culture, and when you um, kind of like entwine that with the African slayers, then you then came what would become a Barbadian meal because you cook the Scottish stuff, you put the different bits together. In fact, that could have been how rum was started because the 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 the, the Scots were very good at making um, whiskey, and probably they were on the island and decided we can't get whiskey, so let's try it using sugarcane. Hence, rum was born. Um, so you have the festivals going along. We've also got um, like our, our reggae festival. Our reggae festival, we have lots of international artists that were coming from all over the world and they perform with our local artists at different um, scenic points of the island um, for, for where you can have these shows. Um, the biggest of our festivals, which is where Rihanna comes in, is Cropover. And Cropover has got its name from back in the day when the, the the African slaves knew that they had to plant and then harvest sugarcane by hand. Now that process took from let's say September to the first week of July. So they knew as you were getting into July that the crop was over. So it was time for one big party in the streets, dancing in the streets, and then you have a little rest and then you go back to planting and the cycle continues. So the cycle continues again. So a crop over meant the end of the crop season for them. And because they had this big celebration, we have commemorated that and brought that into our, in, into our festival and created a festival. Now, Rihanna, wherever she is in the world, she comes back for that. Because on that day is when the whole island is just loose. Um, you're allowed to party in the streets. You will have different floats, some of whom would have in 3,000 people. Floats are massive, different sections, um, different colors. You dance to the local um, calypso music. And um, the whole street parade is about six miles long and it's fueled by alcohol. And you're supposed to wear as less clothes as possible. Um, lots of the floats would have um, names 
and they will have different themes. And these teams will come with a set of colors, some feathers and a costume to match. So you go out, um, to the band houses or the float houses where they, they, they set up and you choose your costume. So somebody like Rihanna would choose probably the best costume, the one that she favors because she's our queen. And so Carnival Day, which is if you want to be in, if you want to enjoy the climax of Kopova, you need to be in Barbados the last week of July, first week of August, because on the first Monday of August is when we have our Carnival Day and it's called Kaduma Day. So make sure you're there for that, Lauren. I can see you partying already on the streets. I'll get the flights booked. Don't worry. I'll be and there. In the lead up to that, the two weeks before, the island does not sleep. Lots of partying um, and you have to be drink fit and physically fit because you have to recover quickly. Some parties start at 10 at night and finish at 12 the next day. So you need to be fit. I'm warning you. Oh, that sounds amazing. And the fact there's so much history and culture behind them as well just makes it even more incredible. So I have to ask, have you ever met Rihanna? Have you ever been and met her before there? No, I've never met, met her at all. Um, I know of her because um, she'd been to school at my secondary school and, and, joined, and that was where she was discovered at a, a, a talent show there. So I've not met her yet, but who knows? Maybe sometime soon. Maybe at the festival. Maybe at the festival. And if you're alone, we make sure that you get an introduction. <laughs> Laura would love that. The the outfits are. If, if you <laughs> haven't seen, if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't seen any of the, the outfits, um, do go and check it out on we'll on YouTube. And, yeah, do go and check right. it out. It's unbelievable. Um, and moving from the Queen of Barbados to the King of Barbados which is cricket but i know barbados is sports mad absolutely loves it absolutely love sport but but what is king in barbados is the cricket and um i know a lot of people especially from the uk and around the world will go there to see the west indies um and it is a great opportunity uh, and a great again festival within the in the ground if you're watching the cricket there but what other sport events do you, do you have going on on the island? Oh, lots of sporting events. It might be like I say, we like to cater to everyone. So, um, uh, apart from cricket and all of these, we've got lots of serves for cricket in Barbados. Um, you've got things like the hockey festival, um, and the hockey festival is is it's a lot more fun and a friendly competition. Um, that's on the third week of 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 August annually. Um, we have teams coming in from all over the world and you have competitions in ladies, men's, mixed, and also veterans. Um, we've got horse racing on the first Monday, of, of first Saturday, sorry, of, of March is the biggest horse race in the Caribbean. It's called the Sandy Lane Gold Cup. And um, we've got golf. So we've got the Sagarfia Sobers golf tournament that's uh, in, in the middle, um, coming on to the end of April into May. And for about, I'm going to say about four, four and a half, four fifty pounds, you pay, you can, you have, uh, you play each of the major golf courses in Barbados over four days. So um, it's great competition. And at the end, they have lots of awards. Um, yeah. So those are some of the major ones we've got. Like, we've got a, a rugby sevens, um, which is in December. So for the, the rugby fanatics, we, we do have that. And also um, we have a Masters football tournament, which is played in the third week, third weekend of May. So that's, that caters for over 40s and over 50s. Really great competition and lots of teams converge from United States, Canada, the Caribbean, along with the Barbadian teams and the English. 
So those are at least four great things that you can do. For those into motorsport, we do have a Bushy Park course. It's a smaller course than, than, um, than you would see worldwide because we're a tiny island. But we've been fortunate to have, um, oh Lord, what's this called again? Jeremy Clarkson, when he used to do, um, well, what was that thing called again? I'm losing my head here. Sorry, Matt. Top, top Gear. Top Gear top or gear. the World Tour. Because yeah. obviously they changed them, they've gone, yeah. Yeah, right. sorry about that. Yeah, so we have, we've, had, we've been fortunate to have Top Gear when Jeremy Clarkson was, was running that. So we had this stig in Barbados doing some stunts, et cetera. And, if you, and for the need for speed kind of people, we also had um, Lewis Hamilton in Barbados one time. He was he brought over his F1 car and did a lot of stunts and stuff with the same Top Gear people. Um, locally, we have a big rally, and it's, it's, it's heavily supported by our locals. In fact, there's a massive F1 following in Barbados, and if there's a race on at any part of the world and you're driving around or heading home from a, a party or something, you can hear people's televisions we always in the morning blasting with people following the F1. So we, we've, we've got a, a, a heavy following there. So there's something again for everybody besides the cricket, there's football, there's hockey, there's everything. And that really is everything. I didn't realise how much motorsports you had on, had on the islands. Um, and for those listening in North America, it's not ice hockey, it's field hockey. Um, so <laughs> I imagine someone going, you have ice hockey in Barbados, that's quite cool. Uh, yeah, so it's a big uh, field hockey uh, festival but uh, I just can't believe how, my, how many sport festivals you had for such a um, small island phenomenal and um, I know Lauren's gonna um, start a question about recommendations on visiting the island shortly but I just wanted to say uh, I just wanted to ask obviously you said you got the rugby sevens I wasn't aware of it is that part of the big sevens um, round the world tournament or is it just a small sort of festival that is in Barbados? It's part of, of, of... I would say it's, it's pretty much part of the, the big seven because people qualify for other stuff from it. Um, it's clear that Kensington Oval, which is, is the mecca for cricket in the Caribbean, and um, it's well organized and we have teams coming from all over to play. You've also got ladies and you've got um, men's as part of it. So we do have English teams, Irish, they come from all over to play in, this, in the sevens. Oh, perfect. And I can imagine it's a big buzz yeah. around. Yeah, and one I forgot, Matt, that you might want to add. We also have a Run Barbados series on the on the first weekend of December annually. Um, it is a marathon. I know people will start to get scared once to think of a marathon in Barbados. We start at five o'clock in the morning. Um, it's a full marathon, and um, we know that everyone should be finished before it gets warm because it starts to the temperature starts to climb like eleven o'clock and beyond. So you should be finished long before that. Um, it's a weekend of running, so it's just, it's not only a marathon, the marathon is probably the, the major activity, but you have a 5k, a 10k, a fun mile, and a walking race as part of that. So you can choose any of them and just jump in and go and compete. The 10k's and the others will start in the evening after 5.30 when it's a bit cooler, but the marathon will start very early in the morning. And then we still also have uh, open water swimming. Um, um, and we have we have um, triathlons as well, so there's there's something there for everybody. Right? I could probably do the walking mile, but I'm not about the running life. <laughs> so, you're built for comfort, Lauren, not for speed. Exactly. So we've covered a lot to do in Barbados, um, and there's a lot of things 
to kind of fit in so how long would you recommend someone visiting the island for what would be sort of the perfect duration to kind of do some of the top activities have a bit of chill time i would recommend 10 to 14 days um if you're gonna fit in try to get in let's say a, a festival and you also want to do a little bit of, of exploring the island experiencing some of the different um foods and 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 and, and doing some touring etc i would say 10 to 14 days is good is good enough and would and you recommend you cover what you need to cover so you may have to come back obviously always got to go back um would you recommend staying in sort of one part of the island or doing sort of kind of spreading around a bit and doing a few nights and covering a few of the bases well yes i would because on the western coast of barbados is the more is the quieter um coastline calmer waters and you find most of the hotels there's lots to do down there. Um, there's lots of restaurants, etc. But once you come south of the island, it's where it gets a lot more livelier. So you've got more karaoke bars, nightclubs, um, restaurants, things to do, a um, lot more things to do on the south of the island. Okay, so for, for the younger people at heart and people who love activity, and most of the nightlife is down south. So I would say the south, you can probably split between the two. Or just, I mean, the island is only 166 square miles, so we are 21 miles long by 14 at its widest point. So even if you stay on one coastline, you can get to the others easily. Half an hour, you're there. Oh, perfect. And so for someone visiting, we've spoken about a lot of the different restaurants and things you could go to. What board basis would you recommend someone stay on? Would you recommend bed and breakfast? They can go out and about and try the different restaurants. What would you sort of say is the ideal? Ideally, um, bed and breakfast, I would do that because it's good to cover and taste the food. The island is very safe. You can walk around at any time. Um, you can kind of get your, there's a book called The Barbados in a Nutshell. It's got uh, everything in a small pricey format. You've got a list of the hotels on and the restaurants, activities on each coast. So you can decide what you want to do. Um, if you're looking for a nice little floor show, there's one on the beach called the Beach Extravaganza at the Harbour Lights. You can go do that. You'll have a show with dancing, bit of history of the island, and you'll have a live band, stiltsman walking. You're all on the beach. You don't need any stilettos, a pair of slippers, shorts, and a top would do. So, yes, I would say, yes, that's the way to go. Um, some people with kids might like fancy the, the all-inclusive but Barbados is an island where you can come out so if you do all-inclusive and then you come out and you buy food and buy drinks etc it means you're paying twice because you already pay for your food and stuff in the all-inclusive so depending on that you know horses for courses you choose what you want to do but for me now nah, I'll do bed and breakfast and move around. I'd agree with that especially after all the amazing food that we've kind of spoken about you definitely want to get out and try it all. Correct. Um, and you mentioned earlier as well about the cruises coming in. Um, would you recommend sort of a good thing for someone to do would be like a cruise and stay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, it depends on what you, what you want to do. If you want to just go do your cruise and then come back and cool down and experience the island. Some people do a few days before just to get yourself up to it, get a little bit of sunshine, go do your cruise, come back and do a couple of days and then go or some just go before. Spend some time in Barrios before, jump on the cruise, come back and go straight out. Um, definitely a cruise and stay is great. It's great because you get a chance to, I mean, when you go to an island on a cruise, you only get a teaspoon. So you're jumping off, you go see the place, you jump back on and you're gone by evening. So you get sometimes, I've been, I've been to a couple of them and I said, oh, 
I really enjoy that place, but I haven't done much. And what else is there to offer? So the cruise will give you that. So some place like Barbados, a cruise and stay, perfect. Amazing. It's, uh, I think like, I, that's what I did when I went to Barbados uh, on one trip was the cruise and stay. And we did what you said, Cedric. We arrived, had a, a day or two, got acclimatized, got on the cruise, came back and then had another week. So yeah. um, I think we were roughly there just over 14 days. So it, in, in including the cruise. So it was a great great way of seeing like saying you get your teaspoon of the other islands and then you get to relax and really explore um Barbados on your on your return so highly recommend that as well um and there's there are quite a lot of cruise ships that go in and out of Barbados as a port of call of being able to board so um there's lots of different options to see different routes around the Caribbean from there um I've again even though I've been I've learned there's even more to do still so I've still go back and explore even more and I think it's just a great, a great island. Like I said, the the safety, the friendliness of the people, the food, getting out and really having that festival spirit all the time. You know, there's so many festivals going on. Everyone's very happy. Everyone's relaxed, almost horizontal, um, as as you said earlier. So it's definitely a, a, an island and a destination that you can go in search of adventure or just relaxation. Um, it's got something for everyone and perfect as a holiday destination. Uh, what we've got on our website, as Lauren said earlier, if you go to the travelpodcast.com, we've got links to um, Barbados tourism, but we've also got links to some of the, some of the things we've mentioned throughout the show today or this uh, this episode. So do please go on there if you're interested in anything, find the links. Also, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform, please do leave us a review and five star review. And we just want to say we look forward to you listening to us again. And before we end the, this week's episode, I just want to say a massive, massive, massive thank you to Cedric for delving into the wonderful destination that is Barbados. Thank you, Cedric. You're most welcome, Matt. Hi, Lauren. And thank, and thank, thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Matthew. And thank you all for listening. The Travel Podcast is sponsored by Not Just Travel, where it's not just travel, it's a way of life. We hope you liked this podcast. And if you did, please tell your friends. But also take a moment to rate us on iTunes as it helps spread the word. Thanks for listening.